Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast, the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine with the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice, strategies, and tips from experts without the fluff. Your host, Caroline Belinska, the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. With over 10 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce, she shares her knowledge and interviews the experts to help you in your journey to success. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi everyone, welcome. I'm Caroline Bonska and I'm so glad to have you here today. If you are new to this podcast, then welcome. I'm so glad to have you here listening in on this podcast. And if you've been here before, thank you for joining me again. This year is going to be absolutely amazing. It is the start of a new year and I can't tell you, anyone that knows me knows that I just love the start of new years because I really see it as a fresh start for everyone to be able to get out there and, you know, just really take action, take control of their lives in every single way, whatever it is that you need to do and make sure that great things happen. Start afresh and just forget everything that happened last year and don't even bother thinking about it and just say to yourself, hey, you know what, I'm going to make this year the best I possibly can. And I always think that if you start your year in that way, then you've got so much more potential to actually make things happen that you want to make happen. So I've started with my journal. Everyone who has listened to any of my uh, podcasts around accountability or around motivation knows that that is something that I'm really obsessed with. And that is my journal. It's a 90 day journal. It's all about focusing on what you need to do each day for 90 days, breaking your year up into three month uh, time periods and just taking action at that point and I started a new one this year and I'm really excited because as always I always start off really positively once in a while I get a little bit sidetracked but usually I get through the 90 days and get to my goals and then I can get my reward that I set up for myself in the actual journal it's just a little bit of extra Um, motivation that helps you get to the goals that you're aiming for. I don't really need that reward, but it's just a nice way to reward myself at the end of it. So I'm doing that at the moment and it is something that I recommend to my clients and it's all about planning. And today what I wanted to talk about was the five surefire signs that your Shopify store will fail in 2019. So last year was a really interesting year. There's a lot of great things going on. And look, To be honest with you, I have been in e-commerce for 13, nearly 14 years now, and I can tell you every year has been really exciting since I started in e-commerce. There's things changing all the time. Every single year it gets better and better, and anyone who's sitting there now thinking, is this the right time to get started? You need to actually just go and do it. There's never been a better time than now to take action, set up a Shopify store, and start selling something. Because I can tell you when I started, things were not the way they were now. There was no opportunities with things like Shopify, but there was also no buying online. So now we've got platforms such as Shopify that help us out immensely. And there's so many people out there hungry to be buying whatever there is out there to be sold. So there's someone out there for every single product you can imagine. There is no reason why you don't want to be selling online and creating a really successful business. 
But one thing that I saw last year um, was the amount of people who were failing or starting to fail or just never took off in the first place. If you haven't heard of my business yet, Just Ask Parker, what we actually do is that we help small Shopify stores who are starting out get more sales. So we're not there to try to take over these big marketing agencies. They have their role and they are fantastic what they do. And I can recommend really, really great marketing agencies. But what I found was that there was a real need in the market for Shopify stores who really, I saw so much potential in so many stores that were really creating amazing products, had amazing ideas and just needed that help to get more sales because they can't afford $3,000 a month or $5,000 or $10,000 a month on their marketing at the moment and they needed help at that basic level. And what I found last year was that we've had hundreds of people come through Just Ask Parker and what we find is that of all the Shopify store merchants, what I really found was that the ones that were still failing or not succeeding after six to nine months with us, they were making these mistakes that I want to go through today. So these are the reasons why you will fail. I'm going to go through the five points that if any of these are going wrong in your business, then I guarantee you're just not going to succeed. This is both for the stores that I have had come through Just Ask Parker, but also ones that come to me after they've already spent so much money on um, these marketing agencies that don't know what they're doing, giving them wrong advice. Um, they're, you know, people are going out there and just following advice in Facebook groups that's wrong. People are, you know, not following any advice at all. And all of these people are failing. And I can guarantee it comes under these five things of why they're actually failing. So keep listening. Make sure that all of these are checked off because I can guarantee you that any of these going wrong in your business, you're just not going to succeed. There's just no way. I've never met a merchant who has failed at any of these things and then gone, oh, look at me, I'm turning over a million dollars a year or five million a year. It just doesn't happen. So I'm going to go through all of the five ways that you can actually fail. If any of these are your um, problems in your business, you need to fix them immediately. So these are the sort of things when people come to me at Just Ask Parker, one of the first tasks that we recommend is get a website audit done and we go through and we cover off the website, but we also cover off some of the other points as well. And then we have some other tasks that we recommend. So all of those things, we call them our foundations of a business. And we do these tasks to help people when they're starting out. And to be honest with you, people come to us at Just Ask Parker and they've heard so much terrible advice on Facebook and out there that, oh, I've seen some people that say that they're Shopify experts and they've hired a Ferrari and put it in the background of their video and then they're talking about how rich and successful they are and really they don't know what they're talking about and they're giving these fantastic marketing ideas but they're not really uh, viable, they're not able to really be done or they might work in one out of a million stores and it's not really a way to move forward in your business. So I'm seeing all this terrible stuff going on and I wanted to share today what these things are that I can promise you, if you get these right, you're on the right track to actually getting sales. So the first thing that we see at Just Ask Parker all the time is terrible websites. I can't tell you 
that how often it is, it's so often that it's more likely that I turn around and say to someone when I do a website audit for them, I'll say, wow, I'm really impressed with your website so far. And they might need some changes done. But there's just so many people with really terrible websites out there and terrible messages. And I'm probably sounding very overdramatic. Um, I get really passionate when I'm talking about these things. And I think the main reason is, is because we don't live in an enclosed world anymore. We're in the situation of not knowing what else is out there. The reason why I can easily say it's a terrible website is because if you as a website owner come to me and you show me a website that I just think, what were you thinking? Did you look at your competitors? What made you think that what you've put up is okay? People are putting together these websites on their own and that's fine because that's Shopify is amazing for that. Like I cannot tell you how amazing Shopify is when it comes to a platform. There's just it is really, really the most solid, amazing platform of anything online when it comes to, you know, different types of software. It is fantastic. However, that does not mean that just because that they make a great product doesn't mean it's going to be used in the right way. And this is what tends to happen. People put up these websites and probably some of the worst things I'll see, I'll go through them. Um, first of all, why aren't people checking their competitors? The amount of people that come to me and they say, they show me their website and they say, I don't understand why I'm not getting sales. And this is before I look into the business side or anything else that I'm going to go through. I just look at their homepage of their website and I just think, did you even look at your competitors? Like what makes you think that that is going to be something that someone's going to sit there and go, mm, am I going to buy that pair of socks on that website or a pair of socks on this website? What makes you think that they're going to buy it from your website when your website looks nothing as good as your competitor's website? So the first thing I think is, didn't you look at your competitors? The next thing that I'm seeing a lot of is people not making their message clear. They're not giving the exact information of what they're doing. They're trying to get too smart with their writing on their website. And the most famous copywriters in the world always talk about don't try to be smart. Try to keep it simple. Like be as simple as possible. They always say speak to people, write to people on a fifth grade level or fourth grade level. Don't try to get technical. If you have to, if you write something where someone has to get out a dictionary to work out what that word means, then you've lost them already. Who's going to a dictionary to find out what the word means? No one. You need to write on a very, very simple level. The other thing I'm seeing a lot is people who say to me all the time, they've got a website and they don't give all the information. They're not giving people information about shipping. They're not giving information about returns. And when I ask them why, they say, well, they can contact me if they want to ask me. And I can't tell you how frustrated I get by this because people are not going to ask you. For every one person that asks you, another 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 are not going to ask you. And when I try to explain this to Shopify merchants, some of them come back to me. Some of them say to me straight away, wow, okay, you're so right. And I didn't think about it from that perspective. But some of them come back to me and they try to get defensive and they say, but I had an inquiry once. Someone did write to me and ask me a question. And it's like, whoa, okay. 
hello, one person asked you a question once and you now think that that means everyone's going to ask you every question. No, it doesn't work like that. Think about your website being the best salesperson you could ever employ. You would want that salesperson to look really smart in their suit or their dress, have their hair done nicely, have their teeth brushed, have everything in place and look elegant, look nice, shoes shined. And you'd want them to speak in the right way, say the right words, make that person feel comfortable, make sure that that person doesn't have to really ask any questions because the salesperson has actually answered everything. The best information is is that if you can deliver everything to a, a customer and that customer doesn't have to ask questions, they say, wow, okay, you've answered everything that I need. Let's go ahead. How do I give you my credit card? That is what your website should be. It should be your best salesperson you could ever imagine. So make sure that your salesperson, your website is actually saying and giving every bit of information that you possibly can give that person. Now the list goes on. There's so many other things. You need to have a chat bot. You know, these are, it's so important now. Don't assume that people are going to go and find a contact form. If you can put a phone number at a phone number, you can buy a phone number on Skype for $80 a year, divert it to your mobile and answer it whenever you want. The difference that a phone number makes is unbelievable. And people say to me, yeah, but I don't want to answer the phone. Have a message, a recorded message. Hey, not available right now. Leave a message and we'll get back to you. It just looks more professional. Make sure that phone number is clickable so people can click to call and they don't have to try to type it in. They're not typing it in. Treat your website as if how you would want to use a website. The amount of people who don't put trust seals and they think, oh yeah, but I show that I use PayPal. That does not mean that you're legitimate. The amount of fake websites out there using PayPal are unbelievable. So have reviews, have transparency, have trust. Having a phone number there gives that trust as well. Give people the, the belief that you're actually a real business that's actually going to help them. I can go on like this is its whole own topic on its own and I talk about it quite a lot on this podcast and I just want to say that that, that whole area of terrible websites comes, you know, it's, it's a huge topic and I get really frustrated that You know, people are sitting there talking about, oh, I need to get a heat map to find out exactly where someone's going on my website and blah, blah, blah. At the moment, no. At the moment, just get your basics done. And this is the thing that too many people try to jump ahead to be there. You know, what's that million dollar website doing that, you know, I can do as well. Forget that. Sit, stick with the basics, get the basics right, then add on your heat maps then, you know, if you're using a good Shopify theme, it is fast already. If you're putting your images up correctly as you should, I've got a podcast talking to Holly at Pixie. She talks about making sure your website images are the right size. So if they're the right size, then they're not taking too long to load. These are the basic things that if you've got those things right, then all of this speeding up your website immediately is not where you need to be concentrating your time. There's other things you should be doing first. So don't try to jump ahead. Get your basics organized. Once that's done, then stage two is doing all the tweaking stuff. And there's always going to be things that you have to add and change on your website. But leave those things to when you need to do it. There's too many BS Facebook posts out there giving really bad advice. So My first advice is stop following all of this advice out there that 
makes you run around like a headless chicken and you don't get anything done properly at all. The second thing that really drives me crazy, because I know that this is why people are failing, is having terrible products or no direction with your products. So many people come to us and we have to say to them, hey, you really need to think about those products. They're either terrible products on from AliExpress that's just junk. There's a reason why some of these products you can buy for a cent and you think you can sell them for $15 because a lot of these things are so junky at a cent, 10 cents, $1 that they're just, first of all, they don't look good. You could get a better quality version. You get returns on them. Now, I'm not saying everything's like that. So I don't want anyone to think, oh, she's against all of those products. No, I'm not. There are a lot of great products out there that are cheap that you can get really high return on. But my point is don't think just because you've got a whole lot of great bargains that suddenly you have this great website. That's usually not the case. So think about the products that you're selling. Are they actually good? Now, I could have said this in the first part, but I'll say it now is the advice that I give you is don't listen to friends and family when it comes to what to purchase. I've got a really good example um, I've got a new client, a Just Ask Parker, and we had our, we always offer a, um, a free get to know you session. So we do a Skype call where we have a chat to the person to ask them, you know, how we can help them in the business. And I had this call with a lady and she's got, she's selling a product and I was talking to her and I said to her, how did you do your validation on this product? And she said, oh, my friends all said that it was wonderful. And I said, but you told me you only got three sales. And she said, yeah, I only got three sales. I said, so all of your friends love them. Yes, yes, all my friends love them. But you only got three sales and your friends are your target audience. And she said, yes. And I said, well, there's something that's not adding up there. If your friends love it and they are your target audience, but yet they're not buying it and they're not telling their friends to buy it, what's the problem there? I said to her, I don't know your friends, I don't know enough about your industry, but what I can tell you, it sounds to me that they were just being nice about your products and they don't really think that they're as great as what they're telling you because they don't want to be mean. This is not about someone trying to screw up your business or do something nasty to you. This is just humans being nice to other humans. She's a very nice person. They don't want to hurt her feelings. I'm guessing that's the situation. I'm not saying for sure. I'm guessing that's the situation. They just don't want to hurt her feelings. And I hear this all the time. Yeah, this is just one example of this happening. I found this from the time I started my own businesses when I was younger. The same sort of things. Just don't ask your friends and family. You need to find out for yourself. Validate it other ways. I recommend there's so many entrepreneur Facebook groups. Put your products up in there. Ask people there their opinions. They're more likely because they don't know you and a lot of people there do just want to get the job done so they'll tell you the truth Um, or we help you out at Just Ask Parker. We don't sit there and use our personal opinion. I'm working with a client one-to-one at the moment. I don't buy her product. I think she's got a great product and I can see huge potential. I personally don't buy it because I buy a different version of her product. Don't want to say too much because I haven't asked if I can talk about it. But I buy a different type of her product. So I actually buy a competing sort of product that's different to what she sells. So for me, I'm going to give her all the advice I can based on on what I know, the knowledge that I know about the industry, the research I do for her, blah, blah, blah. 
That does not mean that I have to buy it, but I work in a different way with my brain. I don't work based on my personal opinions. I work on what I know works and what I know doesn't work. So don't ask your friends, ask people who really can give you the right advice. So many people have these websites with products that have no direction. They have, I had one recently, she had a couple of really great products. She probably had 40 really great products and then suddenly she had three or four really random products that weren't attached to those ones. And I was like, why have you got these random products? And she said, oh, because I know that the people buy these also buy those. And I went, no, you're selling eco-friendly products as your main business. And then suddenly you have three products that are not eco-friendly. And she said, yeah, but I know that people who buy eco-friendly also buy these. And I went, no, because then you're giving a mixed message. So be really careful with the products that you're selling as well. Now, the third thing that will, I, I guarantee that will make you fail is not knowing your audience. Now, there's two different ways to go about this. There's the people who start a website and they say, okay, I know my audience is such and such person and I'm going to find a product that suits that person. Now, there's people out there and there's a few experts out there that really talk from this angle and that's great. Yeah, I totally, I'm for it. It's fantastic. You might be a brand new mom and you might say, I've just had a baby and I see that there's, you know, as a busy mom, there's so many things I'm missing and then you go, okay, well, what can I add to my life? And you come up with all these products. Great. Fantastic. But there's less likely that you're going to be like that. More likely you're going to have a product that you like and you're going to try to find an audience that suits that product. Either way is fine. There's no right or wrong. But the thing is, you need to know your audience. And what I do find is the people that say, oh, I'm going after new mums and I'm going to sell them any product that suits them. They're more likely to succeed. And the reason for that is, is because they really know their audience. They know that it's mums between the ages of 30 and 35. They've just had their first baby. Bang. That's who they, they're going to target. And they're going to go after those women. And they're busy mums, so they know that they're mums that are either working or they already have other children. Bang. They know that. However, the other types of people, which is the majority, are the ones that have a bigger problem. They're the people that are saying, oh, I have this new coffee cup. I'm sitting here with my cup in front of me. I have this new coffee cup and I'm going to sell it to the world. And I actually have on the, if you sign up, we do a trial. It's $24 for a week trial with Just Ask Parker. And we can show you the sort of tasks that we're able to do for you. So people sign up for this trial all the time and they have to fill in this form. And on the form, I say to them, who is your audience? And I now have in brackets there, it is not everyone. Choose someone or something like that. Because what people were writing were male, female, 18 to 99. And it's like, no, that's not your audience. Your audience is going to be, if you're selling a coffee cup, it's people who love coffee. If the coffee cup costs $20 compared to me buying a coffee cup for $2, it means that if your coffee cup's $20, you're going after people that earn a certain higher income. If that coffee cup now has some design on it, that if it's an abstract design, then you're going after people that like abstract designs. If it's got flowers on it, then you're probably going after a more mature lady. So understand if it's got swear words, then you're probably going after someone that's a bit younger. You need to understand the type of person you're targeting. And in one coffee cup, saying that I sell coffee cups, so I, therefore I sell to this audience is the world, 
is just wrong. So there's no one audience for coffee cups. Every coffee cup brand, every coffee cup is going to have its own audience. So if you're going to be a website that just sells generally coffee cups all the way around, then you really need to think about who are a couple of audiences who love coffee cups, love collecting coffee cups, love different types of fun coffee cups, uh, love to buy gifts for people at a coffee cups, that sort of thing. You really need to think about who your audience is. I cannot stress this enough. What I really find is that these websites who, and especially these like particular Instagram accounts who just suddenly shoot off and take off and get really, really great marketing behind them, it's usually because they do understand their audience so particularly well. And they don't, they get so focused on an audience that they don't try to be everything to everyone. They just go, okay, I'm just going to target this particular person and no one else. And I'm going to go really, really hard after this one type of person. So what I tell people is set up three different audiences if you have to. Start with targeting one because if you put your message out to everyone, it's going to become diluted. So let's say, for instance, you work 40 hours a week in your business. And let's say, for instance, you think you've got three different audiences. One audience is 20-year-old girls. The next one is 30-year-old women. And the next one is 45-year-old women. Let's just say those are your three audiences. The first one's got no children. The second one has a newborn. And the third one has teenage children. Let's just say those are your three audiences. Every single one of those audiences are going to want different images to see about the product you're selling. Every single one of them are going to have different words that relate to them. Now, let's say you're going after all three audiences and let's say really what's powerful at the moment generally in e-commerce is Pinterest and Instagram. So let's say you decide to target these three types of audiences and you do some videos. This is what we would recommend generally. And this is very general because we don't have enough of an idea about your business, but I'm just giving you a general idea. Let's say we said to you, um, do some videos, do some Pinterest uh, posts and do some stuff on Instagram and then run ads to them for a while to try to boost up, you know, the, um, your website traffic. Now, if you are running ads to those three audiences on Pinterest, and we said, okay, we'll do these three pins and we're going to pin these and we're going to target all of those audiences with these three pins. I can guarantee you it's only going to be relevant to part of that audience. So you really need to think, okay, well, I'd rather do one of those audiences and run traffic to run ads to that audience, get the traffic to my website. That means your Pinterest ads, and this could be Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, your ads will be cheaper because the relevancy will be better. The people looking at it and actually clicking are actually going to be more relevant. So everything's cheaper. It's just better for you. And then on top of that, your message is going out to the right person more often. People need to see your content on average 14 times before they buy. Go and look in the back end of your Shopify store at any of the purchases you've already had and have a look at each of those purchases. You can see even on the um, the basic account, you can see how many times that person has been to your website before they actually purchased. Some people would have come three times, some would have come nine, some would have come for the first time. And you can start to get an idea of how many times people need to come to your website before they purchase. 
Now, here's the trick. This is the part that you don't think about and most marketing people won't tell you. If you're seeing that some people need three or six or nine times to come to your website, other marketing people will say to you, well, that means there's an average of six times, but that's BS. That's actually where people fail because that means that some people saw your content nine times and then purchase. That means that there's probably a whole lot of people out there that needed a 10th time of seeing your content or an 11th time or the 12th time and they probably haven't seen that either yet or never will because of the way your marketing is done. So don't assume because you're seeing nine times being the maximum so far before a purchase, don't assume that that's where your averages come in. Your average might actually come in much higher than that. You just don't know it yet because you have not promoted yourself enough back to those same people. And this is where things like retargeting come in and so many other things. So this is a really, really, really big episode today because I'm going into so much detail, but these are the things that make websites fail. These are the things of why Shopify stores fail. Shopify as a platform is not your problem. Shopify is amazing as a platform. Your problem is your marketing and what you're doing to get sales. So now the fourth thing that people do wrong is that they have no plan. This is massive and all five of these are all equally important. Not one of these come above the other, but none of them are less important than anything else. No plan. I can't tell you how many people I say to them. So what's your customer journey? And they say, I have no idea. What do you mean by that? I've got a really good blog post over at justaskparker.com. Go to my free training section and in there you'll see the customer journey. And there's an image there. There's two graphic images. One is what merchants think that their customer journey is. And the second one is what a real customer journey is. Now go and look at those images because, and I'll put it in the show notes, A customer journey is about the journey, the experience they take from the time they first meet you until they become a raving fan. They look at all sorts of things. They get emails from you. They're getting retargeting. They're getting, um, they're seeing you on social media. They're seeing ads from you. They're um, hearing about you through reviews. They're seeing other people posting about you. Influencers are posting about you. There's all these things going on. And their journey goes on this journey of, hey, I've heard about this company. Hey, I want to learn more about this company. Hey, I'm going to go check out their website. Hey, I'm going to go and find out who else is using their product. They're back and forth from your website. They're doing other things. They're reading other things about you. And you need to understand that. And if you have no plan of what you're going to do, you're never, ever going to get in front of these people correctly because What I see a lot of the time is people come to Just Ask Parker. There's two things going on. The first thing is that they come to us and they've never been explained any of this first. And then another thing of what I see happening is once they actually get this plan, they're not wanting to make it happen properly. So you need to have a plan in place. You need to turn around and say, okay, what do I need to do first? stop and think about it. So we offer a three-month plan where we say to you, okay, over the next three months, these are the few things you should concentrate on. There's no point. It's a one-page plan, what I never do because I've seen it still lets people down. 
is giving you a list of 50 things. Oh, we have to do all of this. No one ever does it. So I rather say to people, hey, just concentrate on one or two things. Do some stuff on Pinterest, do some stuff on Instagram, send out some emails and just concentrate on those and do them well. Because as soon as I start saying to you, do all these other things as well, nothing ever happens. So have a plan that's simple, a plan that you can execute, a plan that every single day you can take action on and make sure that things happen because understanding what is going to work for you is the most important thing. And that leads me to the final surefire sign that your Shopify store will fail in 2019. And that is lack of action. I am blown away by the amount of people who come to me and they say, I didn't get any sales yet. I've been trying for three months and I haven't had a sale. And the first thing I say to them is, okay, what have you done in these three months to actually get sales? And the amount of them, their answer is nothing. And I just think, what did you think was going to happen? And the problem is, it's not your fault. The problem is, is there's so much BS out there on Facebook of people saying, not just Facebook, YouTube, all over the place, saying, set up a Shopify store and you'll become rich. And people go, just pay me $500, set up a store and you'll suddenly have this business. You don't have to do anything. And it just doesn't work like that. It's just not possible. So you really need to take action. Without action, you're going to get nowhere. I cannot stress this enough. Even with our services at Just Ask Parker, we charge less than $500 a month for our services. And what we do is that for each month, you get the ability to use a professional marketing agency to help you with your marketing for your business. Now, at less than $500 a month, we are not telling you that we're going to give you the same amount of value as someone that is going to charge you five or $10,000 a month. It's not possible. Marketing costs a lot of money when you want to do it properly. But what we do do and what makes us different is that what you pay us, we do not lock you in to getting certain tasks done. And this is what I found the biggest downfall for a lot of store owners were was that they only had a budget per month. So let's say, you know, we charge less than 500 a month. You've got your $500 a month for your marketing and they would put in the $500 for the month and then they'd say, oh, I want a video and suddenly nearly their whole budget's gone. Oh, I need to get some stuff done on Instagram and Pinterest. Suddenly that's the end of their budget. So what we do is that we don't charge you per task. You get a daily task done. And if you want to get only videos done and use the services only for videos, we don't stop you. If you want to use our services only to set up your emails, which can cost you $80 per email, then you can just do that and have 20 emails written. That's fine. It's going to, the value you get from Just Ask Parker comes down to how much you want to get done for that month. So one month you might get a lot of value because you've taken the most expensive, you know, we say expensive in inverted commas because we don't have a price on anything. But the value is valued very highly. And then the next month you might say, oh, I just need a couple of these things done. And the value doesn't seem as high, but you've got the tasks done you need. We don't want to lock you in to saying, I can't get something done because I can't afford it. We want to make sure you get things done no matter what. So we can take care of those bigger tasks that you have no idea how to do them and you don't have time to learn them. And you take care of taking action daily. 
I cannot stress how important this is. Maybe it's only for the first three months, maybe it's six months, but you need to be able to take action. Now, if you work full time, it's still fine. You can still do this. It just means that you're taking action when you come home from work or when you're on your way to work in the morning. One of my clients, every morning she spends an hour on the train each way. So every morning and every night she's taking action then. That's two hours of work that she gets in because she is taking action in between her job. Whatever time you have dedicated into your store, you should be putting at least 50% of that time into getting sales. Now that might be that you're putting things up on Pinterest, it might be that you're replying to people on Instagram. I can't tell you how many people get comments on Instagram and don't reply to the comments. It is unbelievable. I have seen it so many times. People come to us and say, oh, help me get sales. I can't get sales. And then I have a look at their account and I say, hang on, you've got all of these comments on a, um, one of your products and you didn't reply to them. And they go, yeah, I didn't think it was important. They didn't actually buy. Yeah, they didn't buy because they wrote something and they were waiting for interaction. That's how you get it. And also by commenting back to people, replying to their comments, it lifts you in the Instagram algorithm. So it's actually better for you. There's nothing that's bad about doing that. Everything good comes from that. So you need to take action on a daily basis. You need to wake up each day. And this is why I love my journal, because it's all about taking action. And you need to set aside time and say, okay, today I'm going to take care of these particular things. Now, it might be that you send out an email every day, for instance, or you might do it once a week. Then you have to take care of your social media. What are you going to do for that? You need to take action on a daily basis. And I can tell you, close to 90% of people have not taken action on a daily basis and they're not making sales and that's the reason why they need to actually take action. Okay, so to wrap it up, as I said, the five surefire signs that your Shopify store is going to fail in 2019, this is all based on hundreds and hundreds of Shopify merchants that have come through our services at Just Ask Parker, and I've seen this time and time again, and nothing is different from this. And I guarantee that these are the five things that will make or break your Shopify store. So a terrible website, if you don't have the right message and you are not giving the right information and information people need to know. If you have either a terrible product, terrible products, or you have no direction with your products, that is not a theme, it doesn't have a story behind it, and it's just a whole lot of random products, you're not going to get anywhere. It doesn't send any sort of message. Have a story, have great products. It's very important these days. And at the end of the day, this is another point that I didn't make before. You're not Amazon and you never will be. As much as we wish that we could be, none of us will ever become Amazon these stores out there that are selling everything on their store and making, um, you know, showing a lot of sales and they're, a lot of people come to me wanting to be those stores, like they're not the Amazon, but they're the step below Amazon. They have got huge marketing budgets. They've got marketing budgets of $100,000 a month when they're starting out before they even start to make sales. If you have $100,000 a month for advertising, fantastic, then go for it. But I'm sort of guessing that if you're here asking for help personally, you haven't got a team and you do need to you know, put some of your own effort in. So 
$100,000 of advertising is probably not right for you. The next thing is not knowing your audience. If you don't know your audience, you're never going to be able to sell to them because your message is going out to the wrong people. So make sure you know who your audience is. And trust me, it's not everyone. It's a very, very particular person. The next thing is, is having no plan. If you don't have a plan, you're never going to get anywhere without a plan. And then of course, the last thing is you have to take action on it. You have to take action to get the sales. Now, when you're starting out, that's going to be you. You can get our help at Just Ask Parker for the bigger tasks that you don't know how to create. One thing that people love to get us to do is actually we go and create a video for you and then you put it up on your Instagram or you put it up on your Pinterest and then you advertise, um, do advertisement to it or you put it on your Facebook or you send it out in an email, you put it up on your blog, things like that. You don't need to learn how to do that. You don't need to learn how to do video stuff. We've got step-by-step of what we need from you, the images, um, logo and things like that. And you just give us that and we take care of the video. We can take care of your retargeting banners as well. We go and create the banners for you. You tell us what you want on there. And we actually have a team that does that. We can write the emails for you if you want to do that or just your welcome email or just check over things. So we work a lot with stores that want to work with influencers and they don't put up the right message to try to get the influencers. You've got to sell your business to get an influencer. So we can help you by setting that up, putting that message together properly. Taking action every day is those sort of steps. So take the action that you need to get the sales. So You don't have to go out and be an influencer yourself, but you can get influencers. So make sure you get your message up to promote yourself, to get the influencers. And once you have the influencers, they will be running around and doing the work to get you traffic back to your website. But if you haven't reached out to the influencers yet, then you can't say that your business is not working because you haven't tried. It's a lack of action. So that is it. Today's episode was just me. But I do have, if you haven't been on this show before, I do have a lot of guests that come on and I'm going to have another great guest next week. I just wanted to bring you this because I get really passionate about seeing how many stores are failing. And I saw it in 2018 and I want to help as many people as I can this year not make those mistakes. So make sure that you go back and listen to this properly. Make sure you take action on all five areas And that if any of these five areas are letting you down, you need to make sure you fix them. Take action and you will have a successful store. There's not many products out there that cannot be sold to someone out there. There is an audience out there. You need to find them and you need to get your message out to them and you need to take action. So make sure that you take action and you can actually make amazing sales. It is possible once you get up and running Then things start to snowball. I always talk about the snowball effect. Get it all happening. Once things start happening, then the snowball starts growing bigger and bigger. You're getting more people on email list. Those people are more likely to buy or buy again. Then there's more people to see your retargeting ads. Then there's more people that sign up for your Instagram, follow you on Instagram. Then there's more influencers promoting you who have more followers. And it just goes on and on. And it starts to become a huge snowball. And it starts moving faster and faster. There's huge success out there. And we've only just started to see the potential in this. You know, so many countries, the shipping is getting faster and faster. 
that we will catch up to what Amazon's doing and we will be in that position where we can get people their products same day. So jump on the bandwagon now, get your products promoted, start getting sales and start growing your business. Make sure you've got the reviews and you watch by the end of 2019, you're going to be in a very, very good position and you're going to be in a position where you can start sitting back and realizing your dreams and living off the business that you've spent the time creating. So all the best for now. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much for listening. I know your time's precious and I'm always here to help you in any way I can. If you want to reach out to me personally, it's caroline at justaskparker.com. If you can please leave a review for this episode, I would love that. If you've got any comments that you want to leave, come and join my Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash winning with Shopify. Come and join the group and chat to us in there. But I'd love a review. Thank you for listening. And until next time, keep smiling. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash winning with Shopify. And get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And as a listener, get 20% off at justaskparker.com by using the code podcast.